Welcome to the Yoga for Empaths podcast. My name is Tara Kaur and we're going to be diving into many different topics related to holistic health, the yoga lifestyle, energy healing, and so much more. So I invite you to bring your favorite cup of herbal tea, your journal, and create some space to relax. Let's begin. Welcome beautiful souls, thank you for joining me and today we're going to be talking about something that comes up so often in my sessions when I'm talking to clients or even when I'm going through experiences of change and transformation and transitions and life crossroads. I always uh, come face to face with different stages that really trigger and um, bring up a lot of things. I think it's really important to mention these things because a lot of the time when we talk about law of attraction or manifesting, we sometimes don't hear about these types of things, you know, and I feel like the danger is we can almost spiritually bypass them, you know, just completely ignore them and pretend they don't exist when actually I think one of the the longer lasting ways of making change is to go through the shadows of what change is all about. So today I want to share some different stages and um, some recommendations and some tips that you can use and some examples, real practical examples that I come across all the time and I've been through myself and hopefully this, this will inspire you not to be afraid of anything um, that might bring up some challenges in your own uh, transformations if you are making life choices and life decisions. And as I said time and time again, uh, we are living in a beautiful space where manifestation is so much more faster than before. Um, and also the possibilities are so much more than before even though we might be living in a world that feels very unsettling because of recent events i'm a huge fan of law of attraction i've been a huge fan of it since the 90s when i first came about um, a book by shira block and um, it changed my life it literally changed my life overnight and recently i actually wrote an email to her because i I found out she had a website and I got a beautiful response back so uh, it's strange to see how in the mid 90s how things were compared to now when it comes to talking about law of attraction and manifesting it's so much more openly talked about um, but as I, I do say all the time it's important to look at where we are bypassing issues so with that long introduction I want to get into the different stages and uh, see what comes up for you which stage you feel like you connect to most or maybe you completely skip a stage and that's fine too or maybe the stages are in different order so you know this is a very personal journey so each and every one of us will be going through different things at different times so let's start off with the first stage, which is the trigger. What is the trigger stage? Well, this is a stage that can happen either very slowly or very fast. Very slowly in the way that 
maybe there is a buildup of realizations that something is not right you know whether it's uh, uh, a job I'll give you practical examples whether it's a job you're getting different situations that are coming up where people are not valuing you or um, you just feel like you're not being challenged enough and it happens over over and over again so it's a buildup of different triggers um, so that's a slower version or it can happen overnight where there is a trigger and you realize because of a life situation that you no longer want to deal with this anymore you no longer want to be on this path anymore with a job or maybe a relationship um, and it's as the name suggests this trigger the trigger into change and realizing that things have to change in order for us to be happy so we start to look at things in terms of now I choose myself I choose a different way of doing things and um, I really like this stage because I think it's a it's a very uh, it's a very foundational stage to start looking at our own patterns to see what pushes us what pushes our own buttons when it comes to certain things and what our personal boundaries are so for this stage I, I definitely recommend looking at your own boundaries looking at your en energy interactions with different things around you and what inspires you and what drains you and start observing this and maybe keep track of it in a journal um, what feels good what doesn't and why or if a trigger or a situation comes up what did it bring up for you and why and definitely if something really huge happens that pushes you into change um, take that time to reflect on what's coming up for you because I think this already shapes the next couple of stages that are going to come in front of you this can happen as I mentioned uh, in a slow pace so it can be a build-up or it can happen as a huge one-off event that makes you think okay this is enough I'm going to make those changes the second stage is the leap I think this is one of the hardest things because it is taking that first big step where you know there's no turning back so it's the step where you decide to resign from the job that you don't like or you decide to break up with someone you've been with for a very long time or um, you've decided to pack your bags and move whether it's to another place or another country it's the leap of faith the leap and trust that you have within yourself to finally physically action-based make that change and I think after that you know that you just have to flow with it you know it's it's that's why it's the hardest step because once you do this step once you decide to actually go and follow through with it um, there is nothing else but to go forward so think about in your life where you took that first scary step where you know there was no going back there was no going back to the job you hated or the relationship that was toxic or going back to living with um, I don't know your flatmates who absolutely drained your energy whatever example you can think of think of that time where you made that leap of faith that trust to say 
I am actually going to do this. I'm going to do this and I will deal with whatever comes afterwards, but I'm not going back. And I think if you've been through this before, this is, makes a beautiful journal or a, reflex, a reflection um, exercise to do because you can see how strong you really are. You can see that actually you've done this before. You did survive, nothing bad happened to you and you did find ways of coping. I think sometimes when you do take those leaps, especially over different periods of our lives, um, you start to realize that actually you're much more stronger and you start to trust yourself so much more. So the leap is the first action-based step and stage that we take where there is no going back. The next stage is the reality check. So you've done your big leap of faith, you've handed in your notice, your job and your place of living, uh, and your relationship, and the reality starts to sink in. And it's funny because sometimes you think this would be the time you'd be the happiest, and you think or you assume that maybe finally when you did that big scary step forward, that it would be an act of joy. And sometimes it is, don't get me wrong, sometimes it is an act of joy. Uh, but sometimes it can actually be disappointing with the fact that we don't feel that joy because all the reality things and fears and stuff that comes up starts to really hit because you know there's no going back now. So the reality check is really starting to look at the issues that you have to face now. So let's say you did quit that job and the reality check sinks in that yes, you're happy you've left that behind you, but now you have to face your fears of going to interviews. That's just, again, an example, a real example. Or you have to start really redoing your CV and analyzing what skills you've gained. Or if it's a relationship, you've, you have the reality check of being single again. And some people are very happy to be single, but I know a lot of people who maybe have been in long-term relationships who have finally ended it. And now the reality check is that you're on your own and you have to be more independent. Um, or you have to start paying bills for yourself, or you have to do this for yourself. Um, so it's the reality that sinks in where you start to, again, on a real 3D level, see what you have to cope with and what you have to deal with in order to make the change uh, long-lasting and possible. So I want you to think about this. I want you to write a list of the reality check of what this change would mean to you. If you haven't done that leap yet, then you can write down the list way in advance and even get prepared in advance. You can start writing down the list of what things um, might come up for you, where, which might be a challenge, but ultimately will serve you in the future for the next couple of stages ahead. Write down everything in a list and also remind yourself why it is that you have to make that leap for yourself. And um, I think this is also the time where um, we move on into the next stage, which is the cocoon. 
when the reality check also comes with dealing with our shadow self and it becomes much more inward um the cocoon space if you think of um how a caterpillar has to go into the butterfly there's a period of time where they're in that cocoon and it's a safe space but they have to go within they have to do the inner work and i think with law of attraction sometimes we forget that we have to do that shadow work first in order to gain the results definitely for long lasting results the shadow work has to be done I'll give you some examples, um, personal examples. There have been times where I've moved uh, cities um, and even countries and I thought, okay, this is going to be amazing because I left behind a place which was draining my energy for whatever reason. And then the cocoon stage and, well, the reality check and then the cocoon stage was a sink-in of energy where I realized that even though I moved a city or a country, I was still having the same cycles come up for me. And remember, cycles are like karma. They're invitations to break them and to do things differently. So the same cycles might come up, the same patterns might come up that we think we've left behind, but actually they just show up in a different way. And sometimes they show up even more. So it is a real invitation during the cocoon time to start looking at our own patterns and cycles. Um, let's say you've left behind uh, a toxic relationship and then the reality check sinks in that you're now single. So the cocoon stage is you're now coming to terms with being confident and happy and, and fully fulfilled with yourself being a single person. And then you realize maybe you want to start dating or going out there and seeing what's out there for a possible potential relationship and you realize you're attracting the same type of people as your last relationship the same things that you didn't want the same toxic patterns this is an example and an opportunity to break those patterns and choose a different partner or at least to become clear of what you don't want anymore so don't see this as a bad thing. It's just the cocoon stage is a time to rearrange a lot of the things that are going on within. And part of this is also to do with grief. So often we have a period of time where we have to grieve the old us, the old way of what we used to do or what we used to connect with or the way that we used to live our life. And again, it's something that I rarely hear when it comes to law of attraction. Grief is a shedding of some sort. So it is definitely part of that cocoon stage. We're grieving what we've lost. And even if it was something toxic, we should feel okay with grieving and being in that space of, you know, feeling sad, even though we might be excited about the future, but also feeling that grief within that um, you're letting go of a part of you. I'll give you an example, and this can be something that will be triggering, triggering for some of you. Um, I have many clients in my 40s, in the 40s age group. I'm in my 40s as well. So um, I tend to attract a lot of women in 
this age group who for whatever reason by choice or circumstance didn't have children and then are slowly moving into the next stage of being a woman and the cycles that come up the biological cycles I'm talking about that come up and there's a realization that they have to leave behind something and even if they made a choice not to have children you know there is a grieving process of that old stage where things were different and maybe expectations were different or maybe even the body was different all these different things come up with grief grief but it's okay you know know that it's okay and it's part of the cocoon stage and actually the cocoon stage is an opportunity for radical self-care so having routines in place where you can take care of yourself so really up your game when it comes to taking care of yourself and also taking very small action steps to move forward so an example is let's say you're grieving uh, the loss of your old job maybe it was a circumstance as a trigger that pushed you um, to getting and deciding not to be in that job or maybe you were fired just saying as a real life example And then the cocoon stage would be the grieving stage of maybe that security of having the job and the paycheck every month. And now maybe the uncertainty of the reality check coming and settling in where you're realizing you maybe want to build a business or maybe you want to have a different job. So the cocoon stage will be the time where you'll put together the ideas and you'll take the small actions to either build the business that you want or to send out CVs or to really take stock of who you are and what you want out of your job or your business ahead. This is probably one of, I would say, one of the most important stages because I think a lot of people want to skip and rush this stage. A lot of people feel lonely during this stage. A lot of people feel like Maybe their friendships or the people they connect with might actually no longer feel right for them in this stage. So there's so many things that come up and it can take time. I think this is probably the stage that takes the longest amount of time because it is about diving in deep. So if you are listening to this and you are in that cocoon stage and you're feeling really in the middle of it and not sure if you're doing the right thing, I would definitely say that take as long as you need to to really sink into this stage and work through the things. And sometimes that also means getting help. I know a lot of people go out and seek therapists, for example, during this stage. This is where I meet a lot of my own clients um, during that cocoon stage where things are right in the middle and there's a process of shifting what's old and thinking about what's new and being right in the middle and not knowing exactly what to do. So you're not alone, you know, there are people out there who can also help. So either talk to a friend or someone close to you or seek help if you need some more direction or if you really need to face some of the deeper issues that come up with shadow work. The next stage is when the time is right and I always believe in divine timing there is the release and the release is when you can actually say I feel 
like the next stage. I'm, in, I'm embodying the idea of the next stage. So I've done a lot of my shadow work in, my, in my, the cocoon stage. I've done a lot of grieving in the old stages. And I'm actually feeling like it's time. It's time uh, to start really marketing my new business and putting myself out there. Or it's time for me to start dating and, and really make that a focus. So I start meeting new people in my life. Or it's time to maybe start that course that I've always wanted to do, but I was too afraid to. So finally, you've come out of your comfort zone and you've become more comfortable with this new expansion of your energy. And you're starting to see that you're ready, you're feeling it. And I think this is a very deep feeling thing. It's a thing that you just feel you're ready. Um, we sometimes are not always ready for change um, and I think sometimes it's really toxic to say to people that oh when the time's right everything will be perfect because there is no such thing as perfect so even if things are not perfect you might still feel strong enough to move into the stage and then you'll know you're in the release your release is the letting go and being okay with it you know, knowing that whatever it is that you've been through up to this point um, is now, it's, it might not be fully over, but you're feeling much more stronger within yourself. And then you start seeing that actually you're releasing yourself from that cocoon. And just like a butterfly, you're starting to push through. You're slowly starting to push your wings out. You're slowly starting to see the colors of your wings. You're, you're slowly starting to feel the air element of freedom from the earth and the water and the more maybe uh, feminine feeling uh, grounded part. You know, the air element is much more, um, it's much more faster, it's quicker. Uh, it's it's also more mental as well so you'll start to go more into the upper chakras again especially if you're an empath it's a time where you know throughout the stages you've gone down into the lower chakras you've cleaned out the lower chakras through the previous stages and you're actually coming back up into the upper chakras which is our natural home if you're an empath or highly sensitive person so Ask yourself now, you know, if you are going through transition, do you feel stronger within yourself? And if not, of course, that's okay. It's okay. It's time to just keep doing the radical self-care and keep building the little pieces together of the puzzle and know that there is no right time. It's just divine timing. When the right time comes, you'll know. And the release stage is something that finally happens before you start to see the results so the final stage the results you've been working on yourself throughout the stages you've been building all the things within and then you've maybe started doing small actions here and there and you're starting to see small results you know maybe you're starting to see the results of no longer making the same choices as before that led you to toxic things or maybe you're starting to see that you're attracting different people into your life or um, maybe you're starting to see things in a different way and I think the results come from uh, just 
realizations that what you have in your world seems much more newer, fresher, and you feel more connected to it. You feel more connected to it because you've gone through the process of embedding yourself in this new reality of yours. And it's such, um, I want to say refreshing, because when you reach that point, again, there is no such thing as perfect. Maybe you'll still have a lot of things to work with um, or work through, but you'll start to see just a little bit of light, you know, that little bit of light that comes where you're getting that feedback. And it can come in so many different ways. Feedback is the universe's way of showing you that you're on the right path. Feedback in previous stages might have been that you're attracting the same things that you wanted to release. And then finally, when you reach that result stage, you're starting to actually attract the things that you want more of. And it feels more inspiring and you're feeling less drained after doing all the hard work. So this is a real process. This is a time to just be really gentle with yourself and to let go of expectations. I think sometimes we expect a lot of ourselves. Um, But healing doesn't work that way because everyone's different and there is this tendency to compare our journey with other people's journey. But know that you are on your own journey. You will go through these different stages, maybe some of them, maybe all of them. As, as I mentioned before, maybe in different orders, but it's okay. And uh, we're all going through this together on a collective level, especially now. So whether you're thinking about this on a collective level, on a personal level, then um, I'm sure at least one of these stages will feel like where you are at this point in time. I know I can definitely see which stage I'm in when it comes to uh, different parts of my life. And I know sometimes different parts of our lives, we might be at different stages. So maybe your work life is one stage and your personal life is another stage. So you know, everything is unique to our own personal journey. And I will put all this information and some uh, more inspiration in the blog post connected to this. So please check the description box. Feel free to leave some feedback. I want to say thank you to all the listeners who've been listening uh, to my podcasts. I love making them. It's something that just feels like... um, it just feels like time to to explore and expand and just go with the flow. So I never really plan fully. I just have a few sets of notes and I go with the flow. And um, some of you have left some really lovely comments. Um, I also want to say um, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, shout out to Andres, who left me a voice message. Thank you for that, too. So it's just been very beautiful experience and I hope to make many more in the future. So feel free to subscribe. I post them on YouTube and I also post them on my website and uh, feel free to leave a message as well. So have a beautiful day. Take care of yourselves. Satnam.